This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, here we go. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you on this Thursday afternoon. You can reach us at 403-974-TALK. That's 974-8255. A lot to talk about here today, but a couple of big issues unfolding today. Uh, with regard to City Council, uh, we'll get to this uh, arena survey that City Council's released today. What Calgarians uh, uh, think about the idea of a new arena and some of the underlying issues. So we've also got, and perhaps we'll see a convergence of these issues, uh, more details on the uh, initial staging of the Green Line project. I know our next guest has some thoughts on that too. Uh, so let's uh, bring Councillor uh, Shane Keating into the conversation, represents Ward 12. Uh, Shane, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the show. No, no, thank you. This is great. Uh, well, you know, as you uh, tweeted recently, you got it as your pin tweet, uh, the Green Line is a critical investment to keep pace with job creation. Why is the Green Line so important? What do you make of what we saw today? Well, I'm, I'm quite happy with what we saw today, and I think it's the best solution we have at this point. And I also really believe that uh, I don't think this is the end of the Green Line um, in the initial phase. I mean, this is phase one. We're moving forward. But I think in the next nine years during construction, we'll see extensions at either end, which will uh, help out in both scenarios. But the reason it's so critical at this point is it will rephase in some ways redevelopment. Uh, we still have to grow in uh, all areas of the city, but this will give us an opportunity to look at wholesale development along the Green Line in areas that are underutilized at this time. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be quite something, a completion. Um, the longest LRT line ever constructed uh, at one time in Calgary's history, uh, over 20 kilometers, 14 stations. So um, what, what is stage one going to encompass then? Well, it starts from uh, what we're calling 16th Avenue in the north. So a little bit north of there, it'll start going under, underground and, and in a tunnel. And it'll stay in that tunnel until it pops up uh, down in the belt line. Um, so that's the, the most difficult, the most expensive section uh, of that area. And then it'll continue all the way south um, until um, we get to Shepherd, which is the maintenance facility in the southeast, which is approximately 130th Avenue in southeast. So, yeah. um, so we have a number of tunnels. The, the main tunnel is about four kilometers long. Uh, there's a couple other ones that have to, you know, fit in here um, with a number of stations. And uh, uh, I think, uh, like you say, this is we're ready to go on this section today, uh, and that's the way we have to move. Right. So, yeah, it, it, as you say, so it goes it goes underground. It's going to tunnel under. Uh, under the river, right? Correct. And then under downtown. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it juts east, so it, it goes through Inglewood and, and Ramsey there. That's correct, but it'll stay. Um, at this point, we still have some decisions to make in the Beltline, um, but we do know to, um, let's say, McLeod uh, going south, uh, it'll be underground until there. And then there's a, a little bit of a section that has to be decided, um, but that is... Uh, building for the future. I mean, could have went an at grade or elevated in that core, but it would have just caused more grief, uh, you know, in the future years as the city grows. So uh, I think we have to bite the bullet, as they say now, and, and spend the money and put it underground today. Okay. Well, as we get into conversation about where things are going on an arena, I mean, is there some convergence here? What, what, how, does, how is Victoria Park in that area impacted by the Green Line, for example? Well, the, you'll actually have in, the, in that area, you'll have two LRTs serving the area, the green line and the red line. Um, and uh, those uh, LRTs, you might say, will 
probably service approximately 50% of the city when you look at the uh, service area. So uh, that makes, uh, in many ways, uh, great sense to be able to have two stations within uh, three blocks of each other uh, converging on a major event center, uh, not just the stampede, but the, the possibility of a new arena and event center as well. All right, so you think because of that, does it make sense then for something like this, an arena event center, to be in Victoria Park? I'm, I'm staying open-minded. Um, I do see the, the synergies of, of having it there. Um, you're combining what the Stampede uh, Board or the Foundation already offers as far as the um, event center that they have built, and you combine it with a new arena and uh, the, the synergies of the two being close. The parking is there. Um, the LRTs are there. So there's certainly a, a reason for having it there. But uh, until the final decision and the final negotiations on a deal are, is done, uh, we have have to be able and open to other suggestions. All right. So explain the, the rationale then behind commissioning this, this survey. Well, we, over time, I mean, you hear many opinions, and, and that's the difficulty is there are many opinions, but um, they are individual opinions, um, not a... Uh, brought together, you know, in a survey and a scientific methodology of, of giving you quantitative um, research. Um, so a number, eight of us uh, said, what happens if we put out a survey uh, specific to all of the cities? So all wards were surveyed, um, but the eight wards were surveyed a, a little uh, even more in depth of those who actually paid for the survey. Um, and then that gives us a basis for our decision-making in the future. I think it also gives a basis for a bit of the negotiation strategies going forward as well, because this survey clearly uh, states that uh, Calgarians are interested in a new arena, um, but they want to make sure that uh, public funds are responsible. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult to ask the question, isn't it? Because I mean, there's a lot we don't know about where this is all going, what might be asked of the city, how much money is on the table, what kind of funding model, ownership model for a new facility, all of this stuff. There, there's so much unknown. Exactly. But that was the purpose of the, of the survey is uh, let's explore under what circumstances should public funds be invested into an arena. It uh, didn't ask questions about are we willing to give free money, are we willing to do all of these things. It's, it, that question of under what circumstances was highlighted in, in all of the questions and the direction it went. It was well planned so that we got a broad base idea of where Calgarians were going and it, it showed that the specifics matter because they want to know the actual details of a deal before they put their stamp of approval on it, but it does give leanings one way or the other. Uh, you know, we had a, a clear uh, 32% said no, nothing there, uh, but we had 50% who said yes, and we had 19% who were undecided at this point because they, they need more information. So that gives you a clear leaning that uh, the majority of Calgarys are interested in a new arena, um, but uh, we have to make sure that we convince uh, everyone that it's the right deal at the right time. Right. So as you say, okay, so 50% in the survey say we need a new arena. Correct. Um, and and uh, 50% said they would support a new arena. Um, I have to just find the stats on um, the number that say we knew or need a new arena. Okay, so the, so we oh sorry yeah fifty percent yeah fifty percent approximately a third and a third say that it does not uh, we don't need one seventeen percent my apologies are undecided, undecided at this time yeah okay and so then we've got a number of sixty uh, percent say they would support the city 
getting behind a new arena if it did not impact their taxes. Uh, and so that's a big ask of the city. Well, it is, and there's a number of ways that could happen. Um, if we gave free money with no strings uh, attached, um, that impacts something, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's uh, savings or whether it's uh, you know a number of our assets or a number of those things. But if the city was willing to assist, um, possibly in a loan that's paid back and possibly with interest over time or in in a tax base or some of you know those types of mechanisms, um, then it, it may be maybe the city could invest and actually share in revenues in the organization to some degree uh, until such time. Is their investment is paid back. So that's where the 60% came from, is they said, you know what, we're willing and able and interested in the city getting involved in the funding and financing as long as they had a clear idea of what's going to happen to their tax dollar and is there a mechanism to pay it back. Right. Now, of course, in the initial proposal for Calgary Next, the idea of a, a CRL, the Community Revitalization Levy, was put on the table. We have an existing CRL. Uh, in the East Village, which I, I believe would, would include Victoria Park as well. So how would you classify that? Is that, is that uh, a funding model that impacts taxes? Um, it, it does and it doesn't. Um, the CRL works is whatever the taxes are paid today continually to be paid to both the city and the province. Um, what happens is future development goes forward, then both taxes, the city and the province portion, go back to the CRL to keep developing that area to make sure that it, it, it redevelops in a, in a manner. So when you look at East Village, um, you know, it was an area that was not going to redevelop on its own without significant uh, investment. So the CRL allowed that to happen. Now, the benefit of a CRL is, um, yes, the city doesn't gain any of their taxes for a number of of years, but they also gain the benefit of the provincial portion for a number of years. So you have to offset, um, you know, what's lost for the city compared to with what the gain is for the city. Right. Now, is, is there a potential challenge if we were to have competing CRLs then on, on either side of downtown? It has been expressed that that's a possibility. As you know, um, there's only so much development that can happen within a city at one time, and then with this downturn, uh, I, I believe it would be a fairly strong challenge. Um, we don't know what would happen, uh, you know, in the next number of years as, as things uh, turn around, but um, there is uh, only so much that can go around, and do you cause a problem by splitting it? Um, that would have to be a, a study that would be able to come back to us, and we'd be able to make a decision at that time. All right, so going forward then, as you say, negotiations are continuing. How how do you think or hope that this survey can help shape those negotiations? Well, I think what it does is it tells both both, um, organizations or people at the table. um, My other phone was ringing. I apologize. Um, Everyone at the table that they have to come with with a mindset of this survey of saying, okay, you know, if you ask for too much on either side, if, if, if the city says, you know, you're not getting a dime from us, is that truly what should be happening? And on the other side, if they say we want uh, hundreds of millions for free, um, does that help? Uh, I think this survey brings it back and it kind of narrows the focus and it gives the possibility of making sure that Calgarians are being looked after in, in the future plans. All right. Well, we'll see how things unfold going forward. Shane Keating, appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. Thank you. All right. Uh, there you go. That's uh, Ward 12 City Councilor Shane Keating. Uh, his thoughts, uh, well, his thoughts on the Green Line, but of course, as well, this uh, arena survey. Uh, so I don't know that it gives any clarity necessarily. I mean, when you, when you have 50% saying we need a new arena, 
Uh, that's not overwhelming. Uh, 32% say we don't. The rest are undecided. Only 19%, though, believe that the Saddle Dome meets the current needs of Calgary. Uh, going further again, 60% say they would support the city of Calgary if it decided to support construction of the new arena, provided that it does not impact their taxes. 20% are opposed to that, regardless, the rest, uh, again, undecided. Offering a loan to support the construction of a new arena, 51% would support that. Uh, a grant being offered with some kind of revenue sharing component, 54% say they would support that. When asked about supporting the construction of a new arena with an undefined measure that could include loans or grants, you only get 41% approval. So people are, are a little uh, apprehensive about this, but th there's some support for the idea of, of the city playing a role here. All right, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.